this flyover clip. Now we're joined here on the podcast with uh, one of the uh, more prevalent voices over the last few years, mm-hmm. a White House correspondent. You'll typically have seen her with the green grass and the, and the famous white white building uh, behind her uh, <laughs> on on a famous network. We're going to get into that just a little bit, and then currently a host uh, of a of a brand new show on on Frank's Speech, Emerald Robinson. Yay! Welcome. Thank you for having me. I love your intro. Oh, thank you. Well, thank thank you. you. It's an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. But I, want to, mm-hmm. I want to jump in. We have limited time here today. I want to get as just squeeze as much juice out of the orange as possible. You know what? While we got you in our hands here, the, the the breaking news over the last couple of weeks and it's kind of redefining almost everything I see on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, is is this this idea that people that we've watched and trusted, even in conservative media, should have for the last couple of years had like NASCAR patches on them with their sponsors, brought to you by. Pfizer brought mm-hmm. you by the the U.S. government itself, um, not reporting news, but maybe actually just a sponsored extension of the government itself. And you you kind of broke this story. Can you can you fill us in a little bit on that? Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate in that you expect it from networks like MSNBC or CNN mm-hmm. that we know basically at this point are extensions of the state. Right? They're they're essentially state media, and that's been pretty obvious to a large portion of the American public for some time now. But Outlets like Fox and my former employer, Newsmax, I think, came as quite a surprise to a lot of their loyal audiences who felt like they were getting unbiased. Uh, in some cases, I think people have questioned Fox for some time now, but I think in, in regards to certain other outlets, uh, they were they thought they were getting more unbiased, unsponsored news, and they realized that's just not the case. Now, I have been alerted you know, by a whistleblower and not just one, but several networks that this was going on, that HHS under the COVID relief funds that were passed by Congress had been paying the networks to provide uh, positive coverage. Now, the networks defend themselves and saying, oh, well, this is the typical PSA, you know, public service announcement advice, and that's just not the case. And if you now look at through, talking about looking at it through a lens, you look back through the coverage over the last couple of years through a lens, particularly the last year, because these funds were released under the Biden administration. So the actual payments occurred under the Biden administration's HHS. You see, wait, there was this article. There was this op-ed yeah. by a prominent public figure or the owner of a network uh, who promoted the vaccine rollout strategy, which was largely vaccine mandates, right, yeah. from mm-hmm. President Biden. It was confirmed to me and to now the public in a FOIA request that was conducted by the Blaze TV that had listed, they had to ask. So it didn't, wasn't a complete list of the different uh, media entities that received the money, but they asked specific companies or specific outlets. And on that list was, of course, this typical suspects, like I said, CNN, MSNBC, the Washington Post, which you expect also was Fox and Newsmax. Yes. And that that's what I think mm-hmm. gives you that vibe of of you know the, the the movie Braveheart, you know, when when he gets knocked off the horse and he realizes it's actually Robert the Bruce, you know, that that was the guy in the mask. So betrayed. I don't know if you've seen Braveheart recently. Mm-hmm. People should, you know, watch it at least annually. <laughs> uh but that betrayal, because it, it's one thing to face your enemy, it's another one to turn to your side and you're mm-hmm. stabbed by one that you trust, and you're like, What information have they shared with me that I've accepted that now, now you kind of question everything, mm-hmm. you know, a little a little bit from a trusted source like that. Sure. And they didn't disclose this to their audience, which they should mm-hmm. have done, since it definitely wasn't just PSAs. Like I said, it involved articles, 
news reports highlighting certain studies rather than other studies that might have mm-hmm. been more of a promotion of therapeutics or studies against the vaccines. I can tell you personally that that information was uh, was discouraged mm-hmm. within the networks. And anyone who wanted to talk about those things received a sort of you shouldn't do that. This is not a, this is not good at this time or please don't share this bad information on social media about vaccines. I know several reporters and uh, personalities across the media were asked not to share that and were told they were having some problems because they were uh, negative on the vaccines. And in saying that, you have to keep in mind also, you know, you see a lot of experts out there on TV, right? Mm -hmm. Talking about they're the legitimate experts and why you should listen to them. Well, the outlets also made a blacklist of, of doctors who were maybe skeptical of the vaccine, were promoting more therapeutics, and those doctors were unbooked from all the networks. I mean, all the networks, wow. no one excluded. And, or, and then they were, after that, blacklisted. So they were, they were not allowed on, and the bookers were told not to book these doctors who were vaccine hesitant or vaccine skeptical. Man, now, how have you responded since all this came out? When did it come out? Around uh, the beginning of March, Mar- around March the 7th or something like that? Right. It was about the first week of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had heard this for a while, but then the Blaze, via intrepid reporting, just doing what you're supposed to do, right? right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're supposed to file the FOIA request. They are hard to do, and it takes a long time to get them to answer you, but they did what you're supposed to do. They did their due di- diligence and filed the FOIA request. Uh, from what I hear uh, on their they might have some more coming out. I'll tell you now that I'm at Frank's speech and with the absolute truth, we have also filed a FOIA request. We were told by the CDC, who the HHS sort of passed it along to, mm-hmm. that this was a complex request and it was going to take some extra time. We tried to follow up on that. And what we're specifically looking for are the particular influencers because there were the outlets that took the money, but there was also individuals. That's what I was going to ask. Are there are there considered influencers? Are mm-hmm. there individuals as well because their payments going there? Because it's it's always interesting to hear certain people rail on certain topics and and others not. You know, and I mm-hmm. you kind of wonder is it just personal preference that that catches this person's right. eye? They trying to you know diversity there, or how much of it is, uh, you know, puppeteered so mm-hmm. to speak. You know, how much? It, well, that's an excellent question. And I think a lot of people wouldn't think to ask that question, though. Mm-hmm. Right. They would assume that this person was just because they're a trusted source in the media. You know, yeah. some mm-hmm. of them, people who are in I'm walking a fine line here, um, people who are also in sure. the news are considered influencers sure. on social media. Yeah. But people look at them as trusted news sources. Mm-hmm. So that's the question we had. And I had heard that there were some people like that who took the money. So we have re- we requested that information via FOIA. I suspect if we get it, because you know how they slow walk this, they were okay to put some of those names out there because they felt like the Biden administration felt like it served their purpose. They're okay if they hurt some of those people. But by and large, they slow walk these FOIA requests. I think it'll be a couple week, a couple months at best before we hear back or get any definitive a documentation from them. You know, I think a lot yeah. of people you're, you're kind of aware, um, 
you know, nobody was that surprised when, when, you know, Tiger Woods divorce thing happened and he, he wrecked a Escalade, even though he was doing commercials for Buick. Yeah. yeah he wasn't driving a Buick. You know, he didn't drive a brown four-door <laughs> sedan Buick. Um, no. Michael Jordan probably didn't I didn't eat. even know what that car was. I had to have a producer explain it to you. Yeah. I know. Michael Jordan probably didn't eat a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> I don't think Michael Jordan drank Coke. I don't think Michael Jordan ate McDonald's every day. Right. I, don't, I don't think he drank Gatorade, probably sugary, you know, drinks. I think you kind of get that a little bit like, oh, he's on a, a commercial or he, something, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you kind of that's sort of baked into the cake a little bit, but I think the news yeah. world is changing. I want to get some of your takes on that a little bit. The evolution of it, say from from Walter Cronkite to Sean Hannity, you know mm-hmm. this this evolution of how people obtain their news, how the public is digesting the news, and where they're going to for news. Let's yeah. take a break real quick. We'll come right back with Emerald Robinson. Definitely check out the Substack and the getter. Um, can you tell them your Substack real quick as we break uh, so people can be looking that up? Yeah, it's Emerald D as in dog, B as in boy, com. Where are your hard-earned dollars going? Are they going to fund the deep state or are they going to fund the kingdom? And you know where you stand with a guy like Mike Liddell and MyPillow.com. And not only is he a great guy and he supports great causes, he makes the best products in the he world does, with in his categories. Yeah, 10-year warranties on their products. My favorite product when you go to MyPillow.com and you put the promo code FLYOVER right at the top, you get up to 66% off. Right now, they're running a special on the slippers. They are my very favorite. I know I've talked about it many times, but these slippers are absolutely amazing. It is like she doesn't a leave the house without them hardly. For your feet. In fact, a lot of times I'll put them in my purse. So if I'm wearing heels or something and my feet start hurting, I'll put on my slippers. They have this great bottom on them too uh, that makes it really nice and that they're not going to get ruined when you do go outside. And you know what? Every time you spend a dollar, you're voting. You're voting in a big way. Let's support Mike Lindell. He's supporting you. He's supporting our country. Let's support him. All right, back here again with Emerald Robinson. Again, I want you to go to emeralddb3.substack.com. Mm-hmm. Some of the best you'll writing be thankful you did. that you'll find on the internet. It is an, an incredible way to be able to, to get great, true, firsthand information. Speaking of truth, she is on Truth Social, but it's not really her. So don't follow her on Truth Social. No, that's not me. But, <laughs> exactly. but do go. That's that's the, the first untruthful thing on Truth Social. Emerald Robinson is not Emerald Robinson on there, but you can go to Getter <laughs> and, and follow Emerald Robinson. Uh, mm. at, at Emerald Robinson on Getter and, and, and get a continuous flow of these ideas, you know, in into your life. I want to jump into this idea that people instinctively are kind of aware, you know, there's, there's, they're, they're not getting nutrients, you know, it's like eating cardboard, you know, it's like you getting maybe get filled up on cardboard, but there's nothing in it. And they're finding other ways to get truth. And some of these people that we wouldn't have even, I'm speaking as a conservative here, that you wouldn't have considered a conservative, like a, a, a Joe Rogan, you know, who probably wouldn't be pro-life or, you know, go down this list, but he's speaking more conservative truth than some people that are doing it professionally. They're doing it wrong and getting more well, views for it. What's your take on that of, of where people are getting their information mm-hmm. and, and the diverse buffet out there of, of, of what's available? Well, I would say it's even worse than cardboard. They've literally been given spoiled food that is called food mm-hmm. poisoning for them, right? Mm-hmm. Because they've been handed lies. They've been lied to about a lot of different things. And and uh, along the way, over the last couple of decades, issues and situations, they didn't even realize they'd been lied to until now or after the fact. And then it really, the dam really broke in 2016 with the election of Donald Trump. And we saw 
the smear campaign that was clear to any sane person, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any any logical, critical thinking person, and not even that critically thinking, I think, I thought it was pretty obvious, yep. um, could look at what was being handed out about this Russia investigation and just know it was plain false. Mm-hmm. And people who hadn't even been political, you know, saw that and they realized it. Then you fast forward to the pandemic. Well, you had the Ukraine impeachment and that also did some, but what really got people who weren't political or really even paying attention still at that point was the pandemic. And when they suspended all reason and logic, yet every media outlet was selling you the same bill of goods that you knew Mm -hmm. that you could look and see with your own two eyes didn't match up. That's when we've really now seen the mass exodus. Hmm. And you can see it in the numbers Mm -hmm. from the corporate media. And you have people like you mentioned, Joe Rogan, who were just giving it like it is. And Mm -hmm. he was really trying to find out what works. You know, does ivermectin work? Guess what? It not only, you know, worked in the studies, but it worked personally for him. He experienced it. He shared his experience. His own personal experience was listed as misinformation and disinformation. Unbelievable. So people are so thirsty for truth. And, you know, I've been in D.C. for so many years. They think everyone outside that bubble is dumb. Guess what? They're not. Mm -mm. They're very savvy. They know what works in their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, they have common sense. And so we've seen that the American people have been, they just were forced to pay attention. It's not that they were always so easily snowed. We were just so busy and life was good, right? Right. We were making our bills. We had wage growth. We were able to have the American dream to a certain extent. But when that came crashing down, everyone had to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and that's so true. when they saw what was there. And yep. I think even during the pandemic, they had time to actually kind yeah. of look around. They realized what was going on in their mm-hmm. the education system with their kids, what they were being taught. They, they started looking around, hey, what's actually going on with government, with media? It was very interesting to see. Where do you see this going in the future? You know, with now podcasters that, you know, like Joe Rogan has 11 million views and CNN has 800,000. Where do you see the future going? I think we're going to continue in the a la carte media where there's different people, different, different outlet, you know, not like corporate outlets, but different digital platforms that people trust and go to and, and seek out. And clearly I could tell you that on this side of things now being out of what corporate ish media, there's much more collaboration. There's much more, it's much more about getting down to the truth. So you may even be on my same time slot, but you're doing some really great work on mm-hmm. this topic. So I'm going to share your work. I'm going to promote it. I'm going to tell people they need to see it. And I think that's so amazing because that's what it's supposed to be about. And that's not what it's about in corporate media. And I think more people, it amazes me when I, when I talk to my friends across the country and they'll mention, oh, like say I appeared on something, you know, that I didn't know much about. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I saw you on that. I love them. I watch them or listen to them every day. And then you realize how much, and that's more so than mm-hmm. when I was, you know, might be in a press conference and it got shown on CNN. So right. it just shows you the power of this other, these other yeah. media. I think it's only going to continue to grow these platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can tell you, the corporate media is very afraid. They see that. They see the interaction from people on social media or how many views they're getting, and they compare that to their own interaction, mm-hmm. and they know, and they're afraid. I just watched a documentary. This has been a few years ago, but this line stood out to me. I don't know if it was about Stanley Kubrick or who what, who the whole point was, but the, it was all about the moon landings. And and they, they, they made this statement. They said they didn't have to convince the world they landed on the moon. 
they only had to convince Walter Cronkite because mm-hmm. as soon as he said it, it was fact. It was That's just true. boom in the world. Yeah. It just, it, it was, it was like biblical, you know, he, Walter said it, it, I don't think we'll ever go back to that, but do you think it's possible in an echo chambered kind of world that someone could actually call balls and strikes, you know, cause if, if, if you're, if you call something for the left, you're, you're the right's going to beat you up. Call something for the right, the left's going to, you know, can, can do you think there will ever be space for somebody to say two plus two is four, the sun comes up in the east, it sets in the west, and they could just, just call it regardless of political affiliation. Do you think there could ever be a news that's unbiased and just facts? Well, according to what you're talking about, can there be a news person who's out there independent that can call it? Sure. I think we're seeing that and we're seeing, oh, well, you know, people might not agree with the um, like Green Glenn Greenwald's mm-hmm. social mm-hmm. perspective, but when it comes to his reporting, it's rock solid, right? Mm-hmm. And you Good see point. these cross you know platforms with that. As far as a corporate media entity, one that is like you know the big network, it's so hard to do because if you're thinking about broadcasts, who owns the broadcast company? Yeah. How much control do they have? I can tell you, you're going to get deplatformed so fast. And that's a lot of what we saw after the election when people backed down. They were afraid of getting deplatformed, right? They were afraid yep. of losing their investment. So as, as far as a large corporate media entity, that is very difficult to do. You also have to have ad dollars to survive. And it takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage for you to employ hundreds of people and think that you might lose your funding. Now, I believe that if you do the right thing, a way is always made. Amen. You know, but I've experienced that in my life. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of courage for people. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of faith. And some people aren't there. And I can tell you in the corporate media, they're not there. So I think independent media will continue to be the way. And again, if we don't always agree and like, talking about the left and right, I think you can see that with Joe Rogan. He's definitely extremely lefty, yeah. mm-hmm. especially on the social issues. Yep. But he also recognizes truth, just what are facts, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, and I think people realize that. And like, again, I think the landscape is changing. So it's this a la carte and there's this collaboration and that way, the competition promotes more more truth. Man, I- Emerald, thank you so much for joining us today. You can watch her on frankspeech.com, Absolute Truth. And you can also go to emeralddb3.substack.com. We really appreciate your time. Can't wait to have you on thank for a you. longer format. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. <laughs>